0: Speaking of the Titans, the Titans went up to Foxborough yesterday, take on the New England Patriots, coming away with a 36-13 loss to the Patriots. Now, believe it or not, the Patriots had not beaten Tennessee since former Pats linebacker Mike Vrabel took over as head coach of the Titans back in 2018. So far, Mike Vrabel had, more or less, I guess, uh, had Bill Belichick's number, but the Patriots now improved to 8-4. and four. Titans are now 8-4 and four as well and we have Mike Keith voice of the Tennessee Titans on the phone line right now and Mike i think the titans discovered a few things that uh other teams in the nfl are discovering number 1 mac jones pride of alabama is a very very good quarterback and number 2 you know maybe some people wrote them off early in the season it seemed like the patriots were starting out you know another slow year without tom brady Uh, They're right back in the playoff mix at the top of the AFC. So this was a good game, but uh, not a game that went to the Titans.
1: Both things 100% right. Uh, Mac Jones is outstanding. And our people really liked him in the draft process. Uh, There were a lot of people in our building that thought he might go number three to San Francisco. Uh, Maybe he should have. You know, I mean, he's... uh, he he is really really a special special player. And then the second part of that is the Patriots have refound their formula. They're playing mistake-free football, their defense is veteran and opportunistic. Uh you know, they they added some veterans through free agency, but for example, Dante Hightower came back after taking last year off as a COVID year. So A lot of things started to fall back into place for them. I I think after seeing them up close yesterday, they are certainly a really good football team. But like the rest of us, they're going to have to continue to make some improvement down the stretch to kind of go to that next level. And I think as you, as you look at the NFL through 12 weeks, particularly in the AFC, if you watched Baltimore last night, yeah. if you kind of see the whole thing, there, there's nobody that's kind of jumping out to you saying, "Hey, we're Georgia, we're Alabama, <laughs> we're you know, we're we're one of those teams that can be dominant." There are several teams that can take it down the stretch. And my example of that is. In in many areas, we're playing with a practice squad at the skill positions yesterday, and yet in the third quarter, twice we have the football with a chance to take the lead. Uh, on the flip side of that, it all falls apart, and the Titans lose by 23 points as they get blown out, you know, in the fourth quarter. So I think that's the point: is it's really a strange year in the AFC. The Titans are a part of it, but certainly have to fall into that group that's got to get better down the stretch if they're going to have a chance.
2: I would say get better. You tell me, get healthier. Because I said last week, I, didn't, I, I, I originally thought last week's game was a trap game, and I said, I think the Titans are just, just out of players right now, or, or maybe out of playmakers. And as I say that, I know they have two running backs that both go over 100 yards, which is rare in the NFL or anywhere else for that matter.
1: They did. You know, they actually had a pretty good plan because they knew it would be hard to throw the football. And what happened is once the game unfolded, it became obvious to the Patriots that nobody that was going out for passes for the Titans was scaring them. And so the coverage got tighter and tighter and tighter. Ryan Tannehill had nowhere to go with the football. I mean, he started the game 8-for-8. Eight eight. He was three of his last 13, yeah. but he had nowhere to go with the football. It was just, I mean, he was just totally up against it. So, you run it. You run for 270. I mean, you did some pretty good things. Um But it comes down to two things. The, the turnovers were a big deal That's again, true. and the other part is the Titans couldn't get the big play on defense and for two two weeks in a row those two things have shot them in the foot. They just got no big plays on defense and they turned the ball over way too much.
2: And and as you said, couldn't stretch the field. You have to do that or you become predictable and I don't care how talented you are, if you're predictable, you know, defenses they will they will understand what that predictability is.
1: Well, we've scored a grand total of 26 points in the last two games. Mm-hmm. Entering entering the game last week, we were averaging well over twenty six points a game, and that's and that's really what it comes down to is what you're talking about. You know what you're what you're saying is one hundred percent right. You if you can't back them up, you've got a problem.
2: Yeah, and no one wants to throw anyone under the bus, but you can't miss makeable in a game like that where where at least going in, I thought it was going to be a close game. I think it really was a close game, closer than the final score. You can't miss extra points and makeable field goal. No. So if you turn it over four times, then you add those mistakes where you you come up dry on points on a you know a drive where you should have kicked a field goal, then those continue to mount. Especially if you're short-handed like the Titans are.
1: That's a hundred percent right. There's no margin for error, and the Titans were in a position that if they make the extra point, make yeah. the field yeah. goal, you know they're they're ahead at halftime, and if if you get ahead in a game like that yeah. then all of a sudden it gets interesting but when you're playing the way they are right now with the lack of weapons you can't miss any opportunity yeah, and exactly. this is i mean the the titans are 8 and 4 yeah. but the team you've seen the last 2 weeks it's not the 8 win titans right and they've got to get back from a health standpoint from an offensive standpoint, from a from a being able to play smart standpoint, they've got to get back to being the eight win team if they're going to be one of those clubs that has a chance down the stretch. And you know, that's what what we see is kind of what we knew. It's going to be a full sprint from about five horses <laughs> down the stretch to see who gets that number 1 seed.
2: Who can get healthy? Who can get healthy for the Jacksonville game?
1: Well, Bud Dupree is uh, a guy who would still miss that game, but we could see Julio Jones. We could see David Long. We could see Rashawn Evans. We could see Nate Davis. Uh, we could get several guys, but Golden Tate, a guy we signed huh. last week, could be up and ready to play receiver for us, which would be a huge help. Um, you know, they're, they're out there and they're due to come back bit by bit, but I, I think, you know, any bit helps at this point. You know, the the team we were playing yesterday, uh, especially at the wide receiver position, just didn't make anybody nervous. I mean it was you know, watching them in pregame warm ups, you started a guy off the practice squad who had three career catches. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's five years removed from college. I, I mean that's and he did fine. I'm not I'm not mocking him, but no, no. he is just he is just not that guy.
2: He's not Julio Jones. That's why Julio Jones starts in front of him. Uh, talk a little bit about I I was just looking at numbers and and a guy that I like the way he plays. I don't for whatever reason. Kevin Byard had twelve total tackles yesterday, nine solos, and the sack he had looks like he was shot out of a cannon.
1: Playing at an all pro level. That's not just a pro bowl level, but an all pro level. Yeah, that that was my question. Yeah. Having a great year. Just having a great year, and you've got to credit him. You know, he didn't play that well last year, and he went back in the offseason and said, I've got to rededicate myself. I've got to find ways to make a difference. And uh, I mean, he's 100% done that. I mean, you've got to give that guy 100% credit for what he's been able to do.
2: Yeah, he had a great game yesterday because he combined with my guy, Buster Screen, another mock on the roster. Buster Screen. I'm so glad to have Buster Screen on our team.
1: Uh, he's played so well against us for 11 years. It's like, come on, Buster. Come be on our team now. Uh, and Buster's a, Buster's a guy, I think, that can help us the rest of the way now that he's going to be part of the team. You know, it's just like Golden Tate. Uh, he's got a chance to help us now that he's going to kind of develop. The two back that ran well for us yesterday, Dontrell Hilliard and Deontay Foreman are two guys who've now been with us three, four, five weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you start to get into that rhythm. They're, they're in a in a strange way, if we get some people back, if when AJ gets back and and Julio gets mm-hmm. back and some of these other guys come back, you know, we we might have a chance to have a little something built with some of these guys who've had to play. And that's that's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is that you never get it back on the track. Mm. And and it's probably going to end up being one of the two. It 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 generally doesn't end up being something in the middle. It's either you get it back on track and you roll or you don't and you don't.
2: Okay, I'm going to make this offer publicly. Here's what I thought about yesterday post game. While you're doing the post game That you and I are going to co-author a book called "The Art of Interviewing Coaches That Have Just Lost." Always a fun proposition, isn't it? And Mike Rabel's fine. And you know, I understand. I've I've interviewed some that'll snap at you, yell at you, blame you, and all that kind of stuff. Mike's pretty good all in all, but those answers get pretty short sometimes. Yeah, we got to do better.
1: Well, well, it's a hundred percent true, and the. The thing that is making it more difficult in this time, with even after wins, is because of the protocols, he's on Zoom, and they're having to bring me a phone <laughs> so he can actually hear me. So you're hearing me on the air ask the questions, and he's hearing me through a phone, which is obviously <laughs> delayed because of Zoom, Right, and so... I'm waiting to see him end his answers because, you know, Zoom has that little pause. So that's the part of it I'm thinking, yes, this is even more fun than usual, uh, (laughs) because of all the technology stuff. But Brabel's good. I I mean, the thing about Michael is he, he knows you have a job to do. Mm -hmm. And that's the part of it that I respect about him more than, more than anything else is he, He helps us do our job. It's like when we do our radio show tonight, when we do our TV show, which we tape tonight, uh, I'm appreciative of any coach who says, hey, man, you have a job to do. I'm going to help you do your job even if I'm not excited to do it. That's a pro.
2: Most do not realize that, or I'll say many do not realize that. Most. I think it's most. (laughs) I think you're right. So we're on this book deal together? We're in. Let's do it. Random House <laughs> call him now. Catch out to. It. Mike Keith voice of the Titans. We will not talk next Monday, but then we'll get ready for Jacksonville. So, you'll get to see in back-to-back games Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence, two quarterbacks that have uh optimistic futures, I would say.
1: And big bank accounts. <laughs> yes. I think uh, I think both are going to be fun. And listen, before I let you go, uh excited that you're calling a Blue Cross Bowl game. That's I- going to be that's going to be fun and Really hopeful that the entire Chattanooga community goes out and supports the Blue Cross Bowl. It is one of the greatest sports events in our state, and I'm so excited to see what Chattanooga is able to do with it because I think it will be absolutely fantastic.
2: It'll be a good spot. You know, in the fact that Chattanooga's hosted the 1AA, the FCS championship, had hosted for a long, long time, so the field is good. The locker rooms are good. Jumbotrons, all that kind of stuff. I think it'll be a pretty good experience. I'm looking for the game I have, as you know, is is Lipscomb with Trent Jofer, the head coach against yeah. CPA with Engel Martin, the head coach. So, yeah, some some old quarterbacks that turn coaches are going to meet in the championship game to get the whole shooting match uh, underway at 11 Thursday. So I'm excited about
1: the match. The matchups are unreal. It's going to be a great weekend of football, even if you don't have a team in it. Uh, go see a game. It's, it's a lot of fun.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that.
1: Okay, guys. Take care.
2: You too. And uh, the re- I've said this before. The reason I'm doing a game is because Mike has a bye week. He said uh, my wife would not let me do the game because we're going out of town somewhere. Uh-huh. Whatever it is.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: I'm, I don't know if I'm a fill-in for Mike or just got Mike's recommendation. The, me and Quaker are doing that first game of the entire shoot match. Looking forward to it.